What's up, PS Comic fans? Uh, I'm Kevin Pillow, host of PS Comics. I love you. That is not, well, it's that way. That is not J.R. Kambakungan. He will be joining us later this weekend when we discuss video games and all kind of stuff. But that is the co-host of the hit podcast, Drafting the Magic. He is one of my longtime friends. And, uh, oh, by the way, I, I, I jump in the gun here. I'm Kevin Pillow, by the way, at Voice of Reason 23. Uh, and uh, he is uh, Eric Pesolano, whose name is correct, spelled correctly this time. It's only taken mm -hmm. me 20 years to spell it correctly. Uh, Eric, thank you for joining us on a Saturday morning. I know you've got uh, a lot of things going on uh, with this return, this two-year hiatus return of season two of Drafting the Magic. So how does it feel to have it back? It's good to have... Uh you know, that, that back in our lives, uh, for Christian and I, um, specifically, and, and thank you for having me on, by the way, I, sh I guess oh, I should bro. start with that. Um, two years in the making because <laughs> I've been pestering right? you to bring the show back. <laughs> you and a lot of other people, let me tell you, uh, you know, I, we mentioned it during the, the first show that life gets in the way sometimes and Christian had a baby and I moved and, and there was a lot of stuff going on. So, we finally were able to settle things back down and, and get back into it. So it's been a lot of fun. Uh, the second episode is on its way for, for next week. So uh, we, I say second episode. It's the second episode since we returned. But really, I think it's show four of season three. I, I don't know. Or season two, season, something like season that. Two. Yeah, I even yeah, had to go I, back and, and, and look at it when um, I was promoting the show yesterday. I was like, I put on our Instagram, I'm like, yeah, the, the long-awaited return of season two. I'm like, well, it's... The season two started, but okay, it's the return of season two. Yeah. Um, so let's go back to the inception. Um, or the conception. This show, was this show created prior to the pandemic or was this a product of the pandemic? Product of, yeah. Um, I was sitting around doing nothing and just coming up with a bunch of different ideas and shows we could do just to kind of pass the time you were on one of my shows in five yep. minutes that we did on on cih media and uh that was a product of that and honestly i was just sitting on the couch one day after i had finished editing a five minutes episode and thought you know what else can i do i got a lot of time on my hands and christian's a guy much like yourself who's one in my circle of friends who loves disney and loves sports uh as, as much as i do so I tried to think of a way, how do we combine that? And that's kind of where the concept came. It was a fantasy draft, right, with with oh, yeah. Disney tied in. So uh, Christian is a former cast member, um, and we I've mentioned it a few times. I'm still a current cast member. So uh, there's there's that that family bond that that we kind of have, knowing what what the inside looks like, and being able to talk about our favorite things uh, in the parks for now. With with hopefully. Um, in the future plans to expand maybe outside of the berm as some might say well let's break it down to you know eric and i have known each other for like uh, let's see yeah 2024 i guess technically would make 20 years we did mm -hmm. uh, some sports broadcasting and eric has been on previous podcasts slash radio shows of mine uh quick background you and i started at fullerton college uh you were a uh, orange county guy um you uh, got a great gig working with the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah, the Anaheim Ducks the and their high school hockey league. You've pretty much become, I think, the voice of the Anaheim Ducks high school hockey league. One of many. 
<laughs> it's grown over the years. It was just me for a while, me and Chuck Lasick. And then after, you know, things blew up, I needed more people because we cover a lot of games simultaneously now. <laughs> now, of course, much like myself, you created your own broadcasting company, which is kind of umbrellaed to cover quite a few different brands. You mentioned the five minute interview, which what's the official title of that podcast? I know it's I just I just call it five minutes with Eric Pesolano. That's all it was. Uh, you know, I had a long meeting with myself to try to figure out what I was going to call it. And that's what I landed on. It's a great podcast. I was uh, lucky enough to be on it. And by the way, if, uh, if you go to uh, Eric's, um, let me put the banner up real, real quick. If you go to his social media and of course, like most of us in the, in, in the business, in we the have business. a link tree. <laughs> we have a link tree in our bio. And if you go there, you can sure you can find all of Eric's uh, links and uh, but the, the brand for your company, it was, I always forget the name of it. Yeah, it's CIH Media. Um, so C-I-H. CIH-media.com. I, I couldn't get the URL without the dash in there. Dang it, I hate um, when that happens. I know. Uh, so you can go there and, and all the five minutes episodes I ever did are, are archived on there. Um, we just recently did uh, a charity game for the Junior Ducks and the Lady Ducks. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was a mental health awareness alumni game. That was a lot of fun couple weeks ago that's still up there for everybody to go and check it out so um yeah lots lots of stuff going on and you, you right when you think hockey season is over at least for high school and, and the juniors right it really isn't because we're already back to planning for the next season and hockey season is definitely not over and you and i share a bond of not only the love for the game but a love for a particular team who has once again broken our heart uh, mm-hmm. and that would be the colorado avalanche um, however, much to the chagrin of most Avalanche fans everywhere, my hockey allegiance continues because we have a local team here in the Valley called the Coachella Valley Firebirds who defeated the Colorado Springs Eagles, the AHL team to the Colorado Avalanche, uh, two series ago, which by the way, yes, we're just now getting to the Western Conference Finals in the AHL, and we're three series in to the AHL playoffs. If I yeah. thought the Stanley Cup playoffs were long, yeah. holy cow, the <laughs> AHL is forever, and I love it. Yeah, no, it's 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 not, and it's not drawn out really. I mean, the games are pretty consistent. I know they like to play closer to the weekends, but yes, uh, nice win by the Firebirds the other night. By the oh way, oh my gosh, Max McCormick, the captain with the hat trick, you know. But, uh, yeah, no, it, and I, I bring this up because, obviously, not just to, to gloat about the Firebirds, but you, uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, got the call up to the AHL for a cup of coffee with the Ducks affiliate down down south with the San Diego Goals, who I've been a fan of for years, living in San Diego for four or four, about five years. Um, and, of course, they're an old-school, I think, technically an old school independent. I think they were an old yeah. IHL team that yeah. with the ECHL and now they're the AHL, but mm-hmm. you had a couple cups of coffee with the, uh, with the San Diego goals. What was that like? Yeah. I, I mean, really, really fortunate to, uh, to get the call up out there. Um, the, the ducks play by play man who was uh, unable to make it to a couple games and they knew I was close, which is probably the, the biggest, <laughs> the biggest factor in getting the call up. So, <laughs> And that was the other thing, too, is people don't know this, is during the pandemic, we had, and, and, and coming out of the pandemic, a lot of sports landscapes changed. Obviously, mm-hmm. we watched like the, we watched the, NA, the Stanley Cup playoffs and the NBA finals in a bubble 
Uh, We watched uh, Major League Baseball's World Series in a sort of bubble down in Texas, the entire playoffs. And then, if I'm not mistaken, the Ducks moved the goals out of San Diego temporarily because the sports arena is either going through some remodel or there was... There's some there's some legalese with the sports arena in San Diego, and I think like the city owns it, and then someone else owns it, and there was all kinds of shenanigans going on with the sports arena, and they go either the goals couldn't play there, or the pandemic cost them couldn't play there. What was what was the story behind that? I don't know the exact story. It was never actually confirmed. The rumor that was flying around was maybe it was just a little bit easier for a lot of the players to to get to Irvine um, and just kind of keep everything in house. It actually it, it helped with the COVID protocols because they could keep everything a little bit tighter um, to the Ducks organization. So they they played all their home games at Gray Park Ice uh, for that season, um, and they did the whole cardboard cutouts in the in the stands and and everything like that. Uh, and then when we got back uh, to high school hockey after that season, there were still a lot of gulls remnants left around Five Point Arena. So we were we were doing games with gulls stuff in the background and and down along the boards and everything. It was really kind of cool to to see that. But uh, yeah, I I think it was a move just to kind of keep everything uh, tighter to the organization. It was easier to control the COVID protocols at the time. Um, The the two games I did with the goals, uh, one of them was toward the end of a lot of the protocols and the other one was well out of protocols. So there wasn't much going on at Pachanga Arena um, by the time I got down there. So um, I did do... I did do one game during um, uh, all the all the procedures. I actually did play-by-play for the USC women's basketball team at Galen Center. It was their first game of the season at home during the new protocols, and there was nobody in Galen Center. Uh, that was probably the strangest experience I've ever had. Sitting up and sitting up in the concourse too. We we weren't allowed down court side you know, for the protection of the players and the coaches and the officials and you know the scorekeepers and all that so i was actually sitting up at the top of um, the lower bowl at a table by myself no color analyst just me <laughs> doing doing radio for the game and that that was that was odd i'll, I'll tell you that well i say you you i live vicariously through my friend eric pesolano uh he is one of two uh, amazing co uh, co-hosts for the hit podcast drafting the magic that has returned after a two-year hiatus now let's get into the show. Drafting the Magic, you said what came from the brainchild of a pair of uh, Disney cast members during the boredom of the pandemic in 2020. And I think this is a fantastic idea. Correct me if I'm wrong. You take a Disney theme with a fantasy football draft and you mix it together. Um, like you said earlier, I said, what's better than that? You mix two great <laughs> things. Um, and I think with this day and age too is, it used to be when we were kids, oh, we want to go to Disneyland. Okay. And our parents were like, oh, God, like, I don't want to go to Disneyland. I got to wait in the lines. My dad, my mom tell me all the time, like, when we took, they took us to Disneyland, my dad found the closest place to have an adult beverage. And he realized, shoot, they don't have them in Disneyland. Um, so he was not real mm-hmm. happy because that was the same thing. He'd go to the county fair, let's go to the beer gardens just to get away from the, the midway. That's why he only went to Disneyland once. Um, but yeah, our parents didn't want to go to Disneyland. Now we're the cool parents. Um, <laughs> and the adult, I think there's more adults at Disneyland than there are kids sometimes. It feels like it sometimes. And I'll, I'll tell you that. I, um, 
yeah, they've they've found a real good way to kind of take everybody into consideration, which was, you know, that was Walt's original idea was to make it a place where families could go. And then as we progress throughout time and, and you know, culture changes and then it becomes, look, I, we, we think it's OK if we sell <laughs> adult libations in in Disneyland Park. And that's where Ogo's Cantina comes in. But I mean, and, and it was it was always there, though. I mean, yeah, it was only in Club Thirty Three for a long period of time, but not everybody yeah. really had access to Club Thirty Three. So now it's, you know, Dad wants to get away and go grab a beer and run on over to Galaxy's Edge. The 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 show <clears throat> originally aired on September fourth, twenty twenty. That was the first episode. Did a little research. Um, I didn't. I don't the, even remember that. But thank you. <laughs> the <laughs> Disney California Adventure attractions, current attractions. That means. What was active, obviously prior to the pandemic. Um, I don't know who won. I do know that you have you're on a bit of a hot streak right now. But what has been of the multiple episodes? I mean, you got to be doing. Let me see, probably over thirty episodes now. Maybe yeah, over well, just over twenty episodes rather. Just over twenty. What, yep. What has been the most difficult show? Because this is something like you could just easily go like our favorite parades, our favorite. Right. Rides are our favorite this. And then you go like, oh, crud. Like, I ran out of ideas. What's been the most difficult topic to come up with? And then what was the most difficult topic to draft? The the topics get more and more difficult as we go along. Because our, our biggest rule on the show is you have to have experienced it. Right? Yeah. I've never been to the international Disney parks yet. I've only been to California and Florida. So how many different ways can you mix and match everything over and over again to, to make it sound fresh? And honestly, I mean, it's, it's been tough to do that. So that's why I say in the future that maybe we start to expand and maybe it's not just parks. Maybe we go to films, maybe we TV show, you know, wh where do we go from there? Um, and all things Christian and I have talked about. So Right now, it, you're right, coming up with topics as we go along to make sure it's something we've never done before and it's something that we've experienced is getting difficult. Personally, the toughest uh, show to draft for me, and you mentioned it, was parades. I haven't seen many parades. <laughs> My family, especially when we go to Florida, we are attractions, 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 and we eat as much as we can in a short period of time and just try to race through all that. And there's really no time for shows and entertainment. So uh, but between that, that one, that episode was really hard for me. And then uh, Christian and I talk about now how, when we go into even our, our home park here or parks, plural, go do something you've never done before just to make it draft eligible because you never know when it's going to show up in a future show. And it was an entertaining show. I think a lot of times to the, it's, I think it's too, I think it's as broadcasters, they always talk about, you know, think on your feet, uh, fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. um, and, and just, you know, so a lot of times people don't know when you're kind of fibbing, fibbing mm -hmm. a little bit, but I think at times um, it shows they're like, we are like, I just went to see the Tiki room <laughs> last week. Um, but at the same time, it makes it entertaining because it's fresh and you're going and you don't have that like, 20, 30 years of nostalgia. You're just like, it hits that and you're like, oh my gosh, I've heard about this and I finally got to experience it. 
oh my gosh, you're right. This is really cool, blah, blah, blah. By the way, the parades episode I mentioned was back on September 23rd of 2020. It was the fourth ever episode of Drafting the Magic. Yeah, it I will never forget the episode number of that one just because of how difficult it was for me. I think I only had like seven eligible things I could pick and we have to get to five. So if he takes two or three things, I'm done. <laughs> and I think that was like mentioned, like you were like, huh, like yeah. I think I saw that one. Um, but it, it is probably one of the more memorable episodes that kind of sticks out for me. I mean, obviously looking at some of the easy ones is like, I mean, like the one that jumped out to me was Disney's Hollywood studios attractions all time, which was about, a, actually it was the very next episode. And when that one dropped, I was like, Oh, cool. Like, uh, cause at that time, galaxy's edge was fresh i mean it had mm -hmm. maybe been about 14 months old maybe 15 months so a little over a year i mean people don't realize galaxy's edge opens may may june of 2019 mm -hmm. not even a year later close pandemic hits yep so the most talked about uh attractions the most talked about experience literally never really got its feet wet because i remember when it went down which maybe it was a blessing in disguise there was a lot of backlash on it you know crowds and you had to do reservations and you didn't mm -hmm. have rise of the resistance so when that right when that came out um i was really geeked about it because i was like okay did has eric been to hollywood studios yet has he gone to galaxy i mean he works right next to galaxy's edge has he done galaxy's edge has he done batu east you know <laughs> Which, by the way, for those watching, it's the same. Watching those, it's the same. Yeah, thing. Galaxy's Edge. And, and, and that's a good point because during that show, Christian and I made the exception that it's okay if we haven't been to the Florida one that we were still able to take it because the two experiences are identical. There is no. I, the only difference is maybe the layout of the land a little bit. But actually, one thing I like to brag about is here in the West we have three entryways into Galaxy's Edge, and they only have two. That's like the only that's like the only difference. Everything yeah, else is pretty much the same. Yeah, for those who've been to have been to I'm gonna talk um in character. If you haven't been Batu East, which is at Hollywood Studios in uh, in Orlando, um you enter from uh Toy Story Land and you can enter from Hollywood the Hollywood back lot area. No, yeah, whatever. But then but there's it with Back to West, you can enter through Adventureland, and is there was there an entrance it's, by twice by Toontown? Uh, so it's Fantasyland, Frontierland, and uh, Critter Country are the, the three entryways. Oh, all the way! Oh, so all the all, all the way on the other side of the Rivers of America, you can enter. Yeah, you can wow. you can walk right by Hungry Bear uh, Restaurant and take that path all the way through, and it dumps you out right next to the. Uh, queue for Rise of the Resistance. Okay, so it is kind of the same way. Okay, so when you go to uh, Batu East, the when you come in from the um, Hollywood Back Studios area, it drops you right into Rise of the Resistance. So it's similar layout. Yeah. I, okay, yeah. Eric said too. I think the one one other lone difference might be, I believe, some of the food has changed too. If you're thinking mm -hmm. about going, um, which is, I'm, I've become during the pandemic become a fan of. Uh, not only just Star Wars stuff, but Disney stuff. And I think that's one of the reasons why I think I've had such a, and obviously I'm supporting a friend, but I've had such a connection with this podcast is because it's been um, something that's kind of fed into my, uh, I don't want to say obsession, but um, 
I don't know, just kind of, like I said, I had to live vicariously through YouTube to enjoy Disneyland because it was closed mm-hmm. and I couldn't afford it. Um, and so when I finally got to go to Disney World last summer, it was like, yay. Um, by the way, <laughs> and, yeah, and you, you, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, and by the way, I have not even been to Galaxy's Edge. I've not been to Batu West yet. So Really? I've. It's been right there in my own backyard for four, three, four years now, and I've only been to. It took me going to Orlando to go to Star Wars Land. So, oh, we gotta, we gotta take care of that. Yes, because I need yeah, a lightsaber. We, we, we gotta, we gotta fix that. Not, not that I need any more lightsabers, but um, now, real quick, what? I'm mean, obviously we mentioned life got in the way. Christian, your co-host, had a baby. Uh, you've done some moving around. Um, uh, and obviously a lot of uncertainty with the um with with Mickey and, and the Disney corporation. Uh so I'm thinking, okay, probably life got a little hectic, uh, which we should mention Eric already said he is still a current cast member. So Mr. Iger, uh please do not uh eliminate my friend. <laughs> Keep him, please. He's he's oh vital. My God. He listens. Uh, he, he, oh, he oh, he's a ghost oh, account. I didn't know he was an avid. avid oh yeah, he's, he's okay. A, he, All right, cool. He likes our Star Wars episodes. Um, no. Um, what? I mean, obviously, it was a lot of. Uh, I would imagine feedback from friends and family and fans and stuff like that. But was there a moment where you're like, okay, we we got to get off our butts on this one. We got to we got to get this podcast back. Or was it always like we're gonna get to it? Just time. Yeah, I would say it was it was more that it was we're going to do it again. Just when are we going to do it? And we tried to bring it back four or five times. And again, you know, timelines just didn't work out. And then eventually at, at, at some point. Oh, sorry. The dog's upset now. That's all right. Hey, got to love live. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was a, we're going to get to it eventually. And and yeah, it was there were a few attempts and and, you know, and then Christian would have something. And, and I think he got a new job at the time. And then. Things would come up with me and hockey and everything, and then it was it's like, okay, we'll get to it eventually. And then here we are this year. Finally, we said, okay, we're doing it this day. Put it on the calendar. Nobody do anything else, and we got it done. <laughs> and the same thing with this this podcast. I've been telling Eric, I said, when when drafting the magic comes back, I'm going to have you on. I want to have you on before the first episode drops. And he's like, okay. And he gave me a sneak peek. It's going to drop on the 24th. Okay. And I put it in my calendar. Okay, well, let's organize this. And again, on my end, life got in the way, and it also was hockey. Going to hockey games with the Firebirds, work, yep. play, everything. So, and then my, you know, I got kids and scouts and band, and <laughs> it never ends. Which, by the way, I, we I we were trying to make this happen today, and hockey once again got in the way because usually I would do this at night, but uh, morning worked better for you. And plus, I'm going to the Firebirds game two tonight against uh, the Admirals little name drop there. Um, what has been, uh, how, what's your guys' like process to planning out this show? Um, is it kind of week by week? Like, Hmm, let's put pad of paper. Or do you guys put, I mean, I know you don't, I don't put any in the can. I'm sure it's kind of like, let's record them, you know, when we, you know, week by week, um, to kind of keep it, um, kind of like with JR and I do is kind of keep it fresh. We, we try to put some in the can and it's like, it just didn't work. We want to have that spontaneity, that, that kind of live aspect, but do you guys plan out the season? Like, okay, we have this theme, this theme. Do you have like a, a story you want to tell, or is it just kind of like random? 
it's a list. We, we put together a list of, of topics that we want to cover. Um, and then we'll adjust on the fly if we think we need to. Um, you know, we even put the list in order for like, we're going to do this show, then this show, then this show. But then what we realized was every time we invite a guest uh, to be a guest judge, maybe it doesn't tailor to that particular individual. You know, if we decide to do, you know, best adult beverages and then you, you have a guest who maybe doesn't drink. So it's, it's okay. Well, we got to move that around and that's not going to work. We do, however, put shows in the can. I will say that because oh, okay. our topics are pretty evergreen. Uh, it's nothing is going to change that rapidly that it won't be relevant anymore. Uh, I, I think, you know, whenever Disney changes something, it goes through so many levels of approval and they want to make sure everything is just right. So by the time an episode may be irrelevant, for lack of a better term, uh, the episode will have already released and, and been out there. So like some of our past episodes, there's things that are gone now that don't exist, but you can go back and listen to it and almost still makes it feel like it's, it's happening. But, um, we, we haven't really run into that issue and I don't really foresee it happening. Now to, to tease it, the current episode that is airing, uh, that is available for download right now. And we had it there on the bottom of, of course, podcasts are available on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google, Breaker, Podca- Pocket Cast, um, which I spelled wrong there, I just realized, and Radio <laughs> Public. Um, I, I thought was, it said Poker Cast, and I was getting ready for Vegas. Let's, let's go. go. Um, <laughs> Got to use those Theory 11 cards. Um, oh. Cheap plug, I'm trying to get them as a sponsor. Come on, please. <laughs> um, case in point, this previous episode was about Disneyland Resort, meaning just the Anaheim Resort, which included Disney's California Adventure, the Disneyland Resort. I would imagine if it was available, I'm sure you'd probably use Downtown Disney and the hotels mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I don't think there's a lot yep. of animatronics in those facilities. But that was the theme: the best animatronic animatronics. You say that ten times fast. Um, and you, a couple of things. One, there was a animatronic. As long as you've been with the Disney Corporation, which has been a minute, you actually just. Yeah recently experience said uh animatronic can you let the audience know yeah. what was it you just experienced that made it eligible for your list or was it christian i don't want to spoil the show okay well, but, okay no it was me okay we have to put this <laughs> it up was then. me <laughs> um i i'm not ashamed of this by the way because it's just you know you get in the park and there's always a mad dash to the back right now, one thing I had mentioned was I had actually been inside of where this attraction is housed many, many times, but it was always for, sometimes we have uh, gatherings in there, right? So, uh, but not to see the show. So I had never actually seen the thing work before, but I had never seen Abraham Lincoln uh, until, and actually I think on the show I said it had been like, I hadn't seen it, it like I only saw it like eight months ago or something like that. Um, I was talking with my girlfriend the other day and she's like, I think it was a little bit longer than that. It might have been like a year and a half ago that I finally got to see it. But <laughs> um, I had never, never seen great moments with Mr. Lincoln until recently. And I should point out, and it's a, and I, I really, I think this episode really kind of was kind of a, 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 a what's the word I'm looking for? A poignant episode because really and truly what has made the Disney Corporation um, so great over the years. And I say, I preface this by first saying, if you 
don't have Disney Plus, this one series alone is worth the subscription, and it's not The Mandalorian. Um, and it is um, the Imagineering documentary. <laughs> if you are any kind of Disney fan, subscribe no. to Disney Plus, even for the month, and go watch the Imagineering story. It is amazing. It tells a wonderful story. It was uh, excellently done. And really and truly, it tells you that I, I really think that had it not been for um, the Abraham Lincoln, uh, what's the word? Mm-hmm. So great times with Abraham Lincoln, or is that what it's called? Great moments. Great moments. Great moments with Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Had it not been for that single animatronic being successful, Imagineering would it would it would not exist. I really think that that Could. one animatronic was the <laughs> hindrance or the or the the teetering point for the Imagineering department. Yeah, it certainly shaped the future. I mean, I think Imagineering would be around. It would just look a heck of a lot different because they would have had to figure something else very, very quickly. But I think the the way that we know it and the way that that department has progressed over all these decades later um, is certainly, well, you know, almost 10 decades later now, um, that it, yeah. almost, it almost certainly shaped the future. Uh, yeah, Eric mentions the the Walt Disney or sorry the Disney well the Walt Disney Corporation is celebrating 100 years this year, um, and getting that celebration is the Disneyland Resort, um, which I know much to the chagrin of the people in, in Orlando, but they just had their 75th or whatever it was. They they got they, they had, their, had 50th. their own 50th. Or they had their own party. Yeah. They, they don't get yeah. two in a row. <laughs> um, you kind of kind of again. Um, Spoiler alert, but it's not too it's not too spoilery. Um, you mentioned in the show that uh a certain animatronic um uh, suffered a malfunction recently, and I was like, What is he talking about? Oh, <laughs> that one was that one considered uh and again. Spoiler alert, I still recommend it. It's not going to ruin the episode, by the way. Go back, download the podcast. It's a great podcast. If you're even a, a, a fraction of a Disney fan, it is a great podcast, Drafting the Magic. Um, but spoiler alert, was this particular uh, uh, animatronic, which is a good one, uh, did any either one yeah. of you have it on your list, or did you guys say, nope, this isn't eligible because it burnt down? Uh, it was ineligible because it no longer exists. Okay, so because this had it to be had already current... happened by the time we recorded. Had to be current. So it had to be yeah. current. Okay, and the and of course the, uh, and it's not too spoilery because if you've watched Twitter or Instagram or YouTube or Snapchat the last two or three months, it's been on there. Uh, Maleficent the dragon uh, from Fantasmic uh, caught fire and burnt down. Um, and I will say this, I, I love it, but think it's hilarious. But I get why the Disney corporation and Imagineering treated that area as if it were a crime scene. Like they put like a white tarp over the melted part of the dragon. I was like, wow, they're taking this a little seriously. But I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, what would it, how, uh, what's the word I'm looking How, what, what would the reaction be? Cause we mentioned this is not just a, it's a family park. It's not just for adults, despite what, you know, YouTube would make you think. Um, it's for kids. I mean, how traumatic would that be if you have this like half melted dragon sitting there on Tom Sawyer's Island? <laughs> yeah. Is that kind of the reason why they took that approach? Yeah, I did. 
I, I can't speak for the Fantasmic team. I'm not exactly sure why they did anything that they did. Um, but, you know, knowing knowing the way that that the company and the resorts operate, that I, I know they have their reasons, and safety is our number one priority over there. So uh, what, I'm, I'm sure it, it fell into those ranks. Uh, and, again, I can't speak on behalf of the company. Uh, so no, uh, whatever – yeah. Whatever they whatever they did, I'm I'm sure they had their reasons and they were good ones. Drafting the Magic is the podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever pretty much you can find uh, uh, your podcast. Now, for right now, it is an audio only podcast. Is there any idea of adding a YouTube component or maybe even a uh, a, a Twitch or something like that? Yeah, we we've talked about it. Um, I don't know that we're quite there yet. I mean, obviously nobody's getting rich off this thing, so we don't no. exactly have a studio to make. <laughs> I mean, you see this? I'm sitting in front of my blinds. I'm uh, in my so, office. I mean, everyone's familiar yeah, right. with this. Yeah, but you got look at you got all the decorations back there. You got all the memorabilia. You made it yeah, look I good. I ain't got any of that. I so me. I don't I don't know how great it would look on camera yet. We got to we replace the, the blinds with some fun cos. Uh, get you a couple of lightsabers. I mean. Head over to to Savi's yeah, workshop. Yeah, I only have a couple or, of Funkos. Yeah. How is that possible? I've never been in there either. By the way, I've never I've never been in Savi's either. So if that ever comes up, I'm in deep trouble. Okay, but you... I, I don't, and I don't think I don't think Christian's been in there either. So I think we might be on an even playing field. You've been to Doc Ondar's, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the about <laughs> the Droid Depot. Yes, I've I've okay. been in everywhere. Uh, in which I did not have to pay a fee to enter. Yes. Okay. <laughs> now I've I've heard uh, I've been pretty jealous uh, of. I mean, I mean, no, I've had my sister used to work at, at Disneyland. I've been, you know, mm-hmm. we've chatted uh, through the pandemic and prior about your your Disney experiences and kind of talk it up and talk about the Disney and then of course talk about the podcast afterwards. Um, you've gotten some some pretty cool experiences now dealing with your guys is your draft rule and then pretty much the number one rule, which is kind of manipulated per episode. But the, the, the basis of the main rule is you had to experience it. Now mm. you mentioned, of course, that you haven't been to Savi's workshop so that you probably both are going to kind of avoid anything that would have to do with uh, an, an immersive experience like that is. Um, have you ever caught yourself because you've, gotten some sneak previews of things that maybe happened <laughs> before the gates were open have you caught yeah. yourself disqualifying those or have you have you had both experience have you had like okay i got to do this behind the scenes but i haven't done it live in 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 on you know on stage while it's been uh, open to the public yeah 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 um so. no not yet um, there haven't been a ton of things that have opened up that I got to see. Uh, I mean, obviously, we we get we get previews and get to see things over there before it opens to the public. Um, but during the time that we've been doing the show, nothing. There's only been one attraction that has opened up since we started doing this podcast, and that was. Um, well, I mean, I guess Avengers Campus opened up. Uh, well, yeah, I think but, the, the three big things have been Rise. Avengers Campus and in um and Runaway uh, Railway. Runaway Railway. Yeah. Which by the way so is I a did, phenomenal ride. Yeah, I I did 
uh, see Runaway Railway before it opened to the public. But again, another attraction that's duplicated, right? It's, it's yeah. the same as on the on the East Coast. But I also have experienced it since it has opened to the public, so that that helps a little bit. But no, there has not been a time where you know um, Christian, obviously uh, a former former cast member at this point in time. But there's I I'm not using that to my advantage. I think that's unfair. <laughs> but we also haven't had many uh, many things at all happen like that since we started the show. So I, there's there's not a time where I can get a leg up, and I can't. I mean, and even even if that was the case, you know, being uh, still currently employed, I can't talk about those things <laughs> okay. before Perfect. it opens. So yeah. you know, it, it wouldn't. Yeah, it it, it wouldn't happen anyway. <laughs> He is Eric Pesolano. He is a, one of uh, the co-hosts for the show, uh, Drafting the Magic. And you guys drop episodes on what day? Usually Wednesdays. Wednesday is the goal. So the uh, next one uh, will come out this Wednesday. Christian runs all the social media feeds, and I'm a terrible host. I don't know that I've seen them all, so I don't know if he dropped the topic or anything yet. I think that comes out like a day or two before, maybe. Yeah. I think he does like a topic tease. Yeah, right? so the topic then, tease is out now. If you go to Drafting the Magic on Instagram, and I believe Twitter as well, he has done the topic tease, which is just some pastries. Um, that usually, it sounds like he hints at that oh, it happens okay. on Fridays. Oh, okay. Um, I'd say you know and, better than I do. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got a day. I've I've worked with we the had, best, and I've, I've learned him how to do tease. Him and I had an agreement. I came up with the idea for the show. We'll put the whole thing together. He gets to do the social stuff. <laughs> there you go uh, and uh, probably wise keeps you uh, like it's like no mr disney i have no idea what that is i i don't see look at my phone i have no access to that social media account keep yourself which by the way the show is not affiliated at all to the walt <laughs> disney corporation all the i'll even do the disclaimer for you all the opinions are that of eric and christians and not of the walt disney corporation um i'll do that disclaimer for you so that kind of covered your Cover your backside there on that one, but uh, so again, Thank you. I appreciate that. I needed it. <laughs> episodes drop every Wednesday on all the uh, the big podcast platforms. I was gonna blindside you with my own draft, but I was like, I couldn't come up with a good good topic, and I was gonna text you yesterday. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, nah. But my idea was <laughs> going to be to kind of tie in our three things that you and I share. Obviously, we share a, a love for the Disney uh, brand. And sports, and this being a pop culture podcast, I was going to say we did a draft of the our favorite or whatever. I don't know. Do, are you doing favorites? Are you playing to your favoritism, or are you playing to like what is actually the best and playing to the judge when you do? Your I'm playing to the draft. judge, man. Okay, I, I, the judge has all control over that. I'm playing to the judge, and most of these folks I've never met before. Uh, neither is Christian, so we really don't know what we're in for until we make that first pick, and they say, "Well, you know, I've never actually seen that or eaten that." Or blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and we're like, "Oh, great, that's wonderful." How, by the way, how do you find your judge? Because you do find some great judges. And the last one, if I'm not mistaken, um, and I'm actually thinking about using uh, her service. She was a um, was her Marissa. She was a uh, travel yeah. agent, so mm -hmm. uh, for yep. Disney. Um, how do you guys find your guests? I mean, obviously they're always kind of connected to Disney a little yeah. bit. Um, you know, uh, a lot of the times we're just looking for people who are as passionate about uh, the brand as we are. Uh, there's no real rhyme or reason. You know, social media helps. 
obviously there's we can find a lot of people that way uh, we've got good friends uh, that that have come on the show and I know you say you have a topic that uh, you you want to draft and and let me uh, let me blindside you here and uh, invite you to be a judge on one of our our Absolutely. podcast episodes sometime soon. Absolutely, I was gonna I was gonna throw a suggestion out there and say you should <laughs> one of the YouTubes that I actually really enjoy and I'm sure as a cast member you've probably run across them is uh, and I'm, this is not blowing smoke. This is legit. One of the things that helped during the pandemic. Um, and kind of re, uh, reinvigorate my passion for Disney because it had kind of a stigma um, socially and, and, and politically even before 2023. Um, but I, this, this podcast has really reinvigorated. The other one has been um, a lot of the YouTubers, most specifically Ordinary Adventures. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with their YouTuber YouTube channel, um, but I do want to ask, just kind of chase a rabbit real quick, your opinion... Again, this is just of Eric Pesolano, not the Walt Disney Corporation. Your opinion um, of this new kind of, I hate to use the word influencer because it has such a dirty word. It's kind of a dirty word yeah. in social media, but the YouTubers, because I think that the Disney YouTubers for the most part are pretty cool and they're there just to bring, to kind of help the magic a little bit. Um, obviously, I'd imagine you are familiar with Ordinary Adventures. What do, what do you think of them and and, and pod, or channels similar to theirs i i will say i'm unfamiliar with them but i will check it out now based on your recommendation but it uh yeah um and again like i say i can't speak on behalf of the company um or really any company for that matter but i mean if you look at it in a certain way it's almost like free marketing in it like i you got you got people out here who just love this place and are passionate about showing all the great times they can have and of of course, people are looking for followers and looking for people to watch. Yeah. I mean, that's the point of entertainment. I, Disney exists because they want people to come and have a great time. Well, influencers are there showing off their good time and want people to follow them. We do our shows because we want people to listen. It's just it's just the nature of the beast. But um, I, the, the one thing I, 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 I would say to to influencers all around it's just just be respectful i've got exactly. i've got friends i've got friends who are in the game um who you know a couple of them were actually guest judges on our on our show uh at the end of the first season i think it was and i see the way they do things and um they're called mouse vibes by the way that's their that's their um their channel it's called they're mouse some of the what? most mouse vibes okay um yeah, they're they're wonderful. Um, I haven't seen anybody be that respectful, uh, honestly. I mean, you know, people are just jumping in the way of folks, maybe interrupting the flow of the show and kind of making it all about them. They don't do that. They're they're the they're the folks who really want to showcase what you can do here yourself uh, to come and have a good time. And they don't just do it at Disneyland either. They do it all around. So, um, I mean, that's that's what you got to do. Just just be respectful out there. Don't get in anybody's way. Don't ruin anybody's vacation. And just no, you know, you can do what you you can do what you do. There's nothing illegal about you know filming on your your iPhone or, or no. whatever device it is. But um, just make sure you're following all the rules of the park. Uh, that, I, I would say the same thing if you're going to Universal Studios, if you're going to Six Flags, if you're going to Knotts. Uh, just follow the park rules. Stay out of people's way, and just it's great that you want to share your passion with everybody, but don't you know. Don't don't get anybody. Don't ruin anybody else's day. Yeah, 
and, and like I said, I, I do recommend, I did just subscribe to, I'll have to check them out because like I said, that's been kind of uh, a fun thing with our family. It's like, it's so funny years ago, it would have been like, okay, YouTube is what is was designed just to watch quick clips of something or go back and watch an old, whatever, if you're trying to find a clip for something. And now it really has become a, a channel. It has become a TV channel. Uh, it's been a, been a source of entertainment, like watching for us, NBC or ABC or Fox or CBS back in the day. It's just mm-hmm. another outlet. And so um, for me, you know, trying to find something that's family friendly uh, to watch uh, other than just sitting down and watching a movie or a TV show, um, watching family friendly stuff. It's actually been kind of cool is watching some of these Disney YouTubers and it, you can kind of tell it's like you see one and go like, okay, yeah. And my wife and I will look at it and go like, no, this channel, <laughs> no, back out. Um, or the ones that do like they do reviews and they take the stuff back to the house and they go into their studio like, oh my God, check this out. I was like, okay, you've seen one open boxing, you've seen them all. Yeah. yeah but I do like, true. The, like I said, the YouTubers that are in the park, having fun, showing people having fun, but aren't being jerks and not getting people's way. Those ones. And that's, like I said, if I can recommend ordinary ventures, they're very positive for the brand. Um, they're not always like, they're not sitting there kissing the backside of right. Disney. They're within something right. like, they'll go like, uh, especially food. They'll go, and they kind of missed that one. You know? mm. um, which by the way, nobody's perfect. Yeah. If I can make a recommendation for a topic, I, I want to hear more food topics. Those have been some of my favorites because it was based on your guys's or one of your original food episodes. I did not know about the beignets. Um, and I did not get the ones in uh, New Orleans Square. I did get the ones at the Jazz Kitchen, um, which were good um, and uh, and addicting. Uh, but yeah, it was based on your guys's food episode. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm put that on the list. And I think there was something you guys recommended at from Disney from Disneyland, and it was mirrored over to Disney world. And I remember when we went to mm. Disney world last year, I was like, Oh no, that's the thing that Eric and Christian talked about. And so it kind of did <laughs> kind of roll over into our experience. Um, but going back the topic I was going to throw out there. Yeah. Um, and even if you're not prepared, uh, I'll, I'll just let you do maybe your top three. So this is your top three. What would you draft your top three? Disney men. It has to be Disney. So Marvel, I'm going to eliminate Marvel and Star Wars okay. right now. But I'm going to say Pixar, Walt Disney Animation, and Walt Disney Studios are eligible. Top three Disney sports movie teams. Oh. So sports teams, bet your top three sports teams from Oof. a Disney movie. This is where I'm going to get myself in trouble. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of movies, Kevin. Oh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> uh, or, let's or see. Disney, do you guys get that Disney Plus subscription, right? <laughs> I do have a Disney Plus subscription, yes. <laughs> but also, like you mentioned, there's just so many games on TV. There is. Times. You you want you like watching the real teams on ESPN Plus? Sports yeah, little, I mean, you know, like ton- tonight we got what well, we got. We got Knights and Stars tonight, also, and we oh, got. Game Celtics five. and Heat, Game Six. Uh, there's a lot going on today. Um, <laughs> let's see. I, I'd imagine you're gonna say I have to have seen the movie. Yeah, that, I would have to say I've yeah, seen the movie. Help. And um, I mean, the obvious one wow. that I would would I have picked. And I'll, I'll kind of 
help you out on this one. Um, and I've seen a lot of people talking about this movie lately, kind of having fun with it. But I think it, people don't realize that kind of how fun the movie was, was Angels in the Outfield. Oh, that's um, a good one. Um, and didn't realize the cast in that. Yeah. I was Matthew, talking about that with somebody the other day. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey was in that. Um, and then, oh my gosh, I just drew a blank on his name. Um, he was in The Pianist. Uh, yeah, Adrian Brody. Um, Adrian right? Brody was in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a good little. Uh, uh, obviously, Danny Glover was in it. Um, and uh, but yeah, I just I was thinking about that yesterday. I was going to text you and say like, and you don't have to pick uh, pick three, and we can maybe you can uh, come up with one uh, later, and we, we can tease it in another episode. But or you could steal it and use it with you and Christian. Or I could steal it. my I, I my my number one would probably be. And I'm going to get laughed off the show because I can't remember the name of the team. But you know, remember the Titans? I, I think. I mean, I know, I know they're called the Titans, but I, like the, the school uh, itself. T.S. Williams. I, no. T. There you go. Is that it? Oh, that sounds familiar. Uh, T.S. Williams. Like that. I think you might be right. Uh, I would. I would probably go with them at number one. I, I can already tell you. I. I know who Christian would take at number one. Um, and he would. He would definitely take Team USA. Uh, and from Miracle, Miracle. I, okay, yeah. I forget because people don't realize there's there's some Disney docu movies. There were some, um, yeah, yeah. So that were out there. So, um, and I'd imagine the oh, oh, you know what? You're, oh, I I'm sorry, I'm not taking them at number one. I'd retract my statement and take the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Which team? <laughs> there's three that, different versions. <laughs> yeah, gotta go with the I, original. Gotta go OG. We gotta yeah, go. Go to the OG. original. Yeah. Um, I would say if you do pick, um, if you do pick the Remember the Titans, if you take the, the, the Titans, the T.S. Williams uh, uh, Titans, um, who's the, the guy that was in La La Land? What's the actor's name? <laughs> Anyways, uh, he's, an, he's, a, he's a liability at cornerback. Just remember. Uh, <laughs> every time I get put on the spot, I can't remember anything. And yet I'm just, you know, I'll watch Jeopardy and get a lot of the answers right but you know put on the spot i can't remember anything uh ryan gosling uh, ryan gosling oh we always yeah, joke okay. around with my buddies like ryan gosling is a liability at cornerback if you're if you're gonna pick the titans or um, you could line, he, line from the movie. yeah or jared goff ryan gosling same guy yeah look at look it up oh they look exactly the same they holy crap <laughs> <laughs> drafting the magic and i, I, I you know what uh that steal that I know you guys mainly do attraction or just do stuff within the confines of the Disney parks. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, um, Christian uh, couldn't be with it. I'd love to do another episode. Maybe we could tease season three when this season's over and we have uh, all four of us my co host, uh, JR Kambakungan, and your co host, Christian, whose last time I forgot, Hilton, Hilton yeah. Uh, yeah. on, and we could talk all things Disney. Um, my goal, though, is I need to get my my co-host, J.R. Kamakugan, who is a massive Star Wars fan, mm. into the Disneyland Resort because he's never been to Galaxy's Edge. Um, okay. Well, so is, is I, he? Are, you guys live close to each other out there? He, yeah, he lives in Palm Springs. That's I why. Live here All right. In, You're not close, so it's acceptable. Yeah. So <laughs> let's do this, then. We're going to do... Uh, this will be an easy one, kind of in the theme and Drafting the Magic. For my friend JR, uh, and I, I know you said you haven't done any of the paid to get in the pi- kind of we'll call it the paywall uh, 
attractions in Galaxy's Edge. But for a Star Wars fan who has never been to Galaxy's Edge, what would say drafting the magic top five things you have to do as a Star Wars fan in Galaxy's Edge? Well, we did a Galaxy's Edge episode. Which I will tease for... here as I look as I look it up. <laughs> yeah. So I would recommend everybody go listen to that. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. And get our top five thoughts. I'll give you one. Yeah. I have a button for that, that by the way. You have have... <laughs> yes. That's my favorite oh. thing that's happened. Oh, uh, it would week. be episode number 10 of season uh, one. It is from uh, November 4th, 2020. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge experiences. Um, the Force is strong with Eric and Christian. But anyways. Uh, yes. And but, our, our our guest judge from that show, Don, um, I don't know anybody who loves Star Wars as much as she does. And I, I mean, she is the, when a new novel comes out, she has pre-ordered it type person. So she knows everything about that land. And she also worked there. Uh, she worked at Disneyland also for a period of time. So she knew what she was talking about. So that's a really good episode. But if you've never been there, you better get yourself on Rise of the Resistance. I'm going to tell you that right now. So definitely, definitely rise. Um, yeah. Now, that was one that you kind of teased to me. I think it's public knowledge now because the ride's open. That was one. The ride is you, open now. Yeah, the ride is open now. But that was one you told me that you got a little sneak peek. Like you didn't know. Yeah. <clears throat> like you basically had a staff meeting. And they said, here, meet here at location Y. And when you showed Pretty up, much. you're like, oh, like we're oh, here. We're doing this. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. And that was that, that was jaw dropping that moment walking in there yeah. for the first time. Um, but uh, and arise when it when it opened a little bit later on too. Um, but yeah, definitely things that everybody should experience. I'm not saying rope drop it, you know. I mean, you do your routine, you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, the the attractions they're gonna get they're gonna get lengthy. Um, but I mean, that's the nature of theme parks anymore. There's lines everywhere you go. So I'd say we go. I'd say rise. Um, would you? Yeah. I mean, I know you haven't done Savi's workshop, but I would imagine. Based on what you know, Savi's would probably be in there. Oh, yeah. It's an experience uh, for sure. Yeah. Now, one that I think gets overlooked. So I'm, I'm going to kind of, I'll throw a name out there and you tell me if you would put it in the top five. Um, Olga's Cantina. Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's kind of like one of those angle kicks. It's not an attraction per se. It's a... It's an experience. An experience. Because it's, it's yeah. a bar, basically. Uh, yeah, yeah, it okay. is a cantina. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, definitely go experience that. There's a lot of stuff in there outside of just the the drinks that everybody thinks about. So uh, there's more than just that. Um, would you okay? Would you say bl the blue milk stand, or would you say okay, this doesn't yeah. have to happen? Everything uh, in in the theme park industry is designed for you to come back and want to do it again. And you know how, how big the theme parks are. It's tough to do in a day. There's just so many things. Do I recommend you try to do everything in there? Yeah. Do you have to do it all in one day? No. Come back and split it up. Don't drill yourself into the ground. The blue milk is wonderful, by the way. Oh, I, I, I was, And I, I yeah. had the uh, Batu East version of it, um, which I oh, don't okay. think is available in the West Coast version. I don't. I don't know if there's a different recipe or anything. I'm. I'm not oh, no, sure. I have. There's just an added 
uh, ingredient. Oh, oh, I got, um, I got you. The blue milk has an added yeah. uh, clear ingredient. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And um, the yeah, green I milk, I believe, has an added. It could be silver. It could be gold. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that made it very fun because I, I had bought four of them. Um, I bought the blue milk, which has, I think, a, a, we can talk adults here. I think it had vodka in it. Okay. Um, the green one has tequila in it. And then I bought two just regular blue milks. And I remember I bought them for my kids. And I was like, uh oh. Which, one, which one's which? Which one's for dad? Which one's for, for my son? So... Thankfully, I was like, okay, left hand's got the drink, got the booze in it. This one's this one's yours, kid. But uh, yeah, that's, that's a good one. Um, and then I, I would say, would you say, uh, as I said, attractions? They're always going to be there. there there's lines. A smuggler's Run is is really kind of fun, but um, we'll throw that in there. But from a food standpoint, what would you say is the best food location in Galaxy's Edge? Because I know people are all on Ronto's roasters, but uh, docking Bay Seven is pretty good too. That is true, but yeah, Ronto Roasters is Ronto's dream of the crop for me. I, That's where I made my mistake in Galaxy's Edge. Every every time we go back there, uh, my girlfriend especially is just like, "Are we are we getting a? We're going to Ronto's, right?" I'm like, "Okay," like, and it has never disappointed me yet. Well, we'll we'll put that as a, an unofficial uh, drafting the magic top five from Eric Pesolano is <laughs> definitely. Rise of the Resistance, which I think is you, you. If you don't go on that ride, you're missing out. Probably the best attraction in the Disneyland Resort, um, if not probably in the entire Disney Resort community. I mean, just we're talking all the rides. Um, I know I ran into plenty of people when we went to Orlando that were from uh, obviously other countries, and they're like, "No, this was we rope dropped <laughs> this yeah. ride." which is a shorter walk run from uh, Hollywood studios than it is at Disneyland. Uh, Eric Pesolano, our guest uh, this Wednesday, drafting the magic episode four of season two. Sure. Technically. Yeah, I think, I think that's right. Uh, and it's <laughs> technically the second of the uh, relaunch. Um, let's see. Season two. I don't know how you, how you're counting it, but anyways, um, it's the uh, it's it's the first episode back in nearly uh, well yeah just a little over two years yeah and it's great to have it back Disneyland Resort animatronics is is the episode currently available um, go to their Instagram at drafting the magic or I believe also I think Christian drops it on Twitter the teaser for the upcoming week which is out the teaser's out now and I think you guys can vote or you can guess what you think it is. Um, by submitting stuff on, on Instagram and whatnot. Uh, anything else uh, coming in the pipeline for uh, CIAH Media? I think I got it right. I, it's, you know, we're, we're right around the corner from heading out for our sixth or seventh. Oh, eighth, actually, now that I think of it. The eighth time we're going to go head out to the desert in Vegas and uh, get the next Anaheim Ducks High School Hockey League season ready to go. The Vegas Showcase now preseason event. So um, we'll be out there August 17th to the 20th. Uh, we'll have coverage of, I don't know how many games yet, but it's probably going to be over 20 uh, games in the, the ADHSHL Vegas Showcase. Um, we'll be at City National Arena, which is where the Vegas Golden Knights practice. Um, we'll be at uh, lifeguard arena in Henderson, which is where the silver Knights practice. Silver so Knights, yeah. yeah. 
uh, of the AHL. So uh, we're in both of those facilities for the weekend, calling high school hockey games from out here in Southern California. Um, I think I think maybe one of the teams from Northern California may be coming. Spoiler alert. Um, so we'll have we'll we'll I have a lot of yeah. Hey, there you got a bump for that too. Yeah. Um, so so that'll be a lot of fun. It's on cih-media.com. Um, we'll we'll send out all the all the previews for it too. Christian actually works with me in in hockey also, so he'll be out in the desert with us um, covering all those games. So that comes up in August, and then in between time, just doing episodes of drafting the magic, and we'll have to schedule your time and figure out what topic you're gonna have to judge. So you uh, may have to consult. Uh, Yes, I'm all for it. And I said, you, the door is always open for you and Christian to, to come on to PS Comics. I love you. Um, we've got so much to, uh, coming up. I know that you don't um, game a lot uh, because you're just busy, busy, busy. I know you and I talked about playing a little NHL 23, um, but uh, I know you're just go, go, go. But just to, if I get a, a cheap plug in there for myself, we are streaming this and future stuff on twitch and i throw it out to you and christian it's been a great platform to work on and i think there's a lot of nerds of all different kinds on twitch uh but um <laughs> yeah so dra again drafting the magic is the name of the podcast episode uh four or whatever it is the, the next episode is the coming out episode. the next episode if i can uh so if i can so much dr dre um yeah. is coming out next wednesday teasers out on fridays for the upcoming episode uh, the current episode out right now is Disneyland Animatronics. Uh, before the hiatus, um, if I could go back, talk about food. Deep Fried Foods at Disney was the last episode before that. And the best, and this is where I was like, okay, they're when I clicked on this episode, I was like, they're they're reaching. But then you started to listen and went, oh, this is what Walt had in mind. Everything's got to have the magic. Everything's got to be... You kicked off episode or season two with attraction cues of the Disneyland Resort, and I'm thinking, "Oh man, you guys are reaching!" But then you start thinking about it; it is actually a really kind of a dark horse episode. So definitely recommend going back and checking and it out. All part, from, all part of the plan too. We we had planned on doing an episode like that from the get go, and it wasn't it wasn't one we were we thought we were struggling to find. We, the cues are almost as much of an attraction as the attraction itself. Sometimes if I were to say right now, just the Disneyland resort for cues. Um, I think me being the fan of the character as much as I am, I would hands down my number one draft pick would be um, Indiana Jones and the temple yep. of the forbidden eye. Yep. Um, number two, <laughs> that's, that's correct. <laughs> number two, I think at this point right now, um, I can't remember. I have to go back and re-listen re to this episode, but having experienced it, I have not done Disneyland, so I guess technically it would be ineligible, but I did it on the East Coast. Rise is actually kind of a, uh, a dark horse one. I know a lot of it's in the tunnels, but you start getting closer. It adds to the story of mm -hmm. the ride. Um, oh, I was going to say the one in Disney World is actually better than the one in Disneyland. I was going to say but the, the Disneyland one's kind of eh. Oh, Ooh, I love the queue in, and I, that's my favorite ride. mountain in Florida. Oh yeah. Oh, the queue in Disney in the Florida. The queue in Disney World is in Magic Kingdom is wonderful. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, the secret Disneyland. Um, Star Tours, fun. Uh, I kind of liked it. Um, and then let's see, the redo of 
Space Mountain. Um, I don't know. It just kind of adds to the whole space station of it. Kind of had a has a lot of 2001: A Space Odyssey kind of feel to it. And I miss um, the FedEx ads. I'll just be out there and put that out there. <laughs> FedEx commercials to me were wonderfully oh, was... terrible. And then I have not done Avengers Campus yet, but you know what? I will say because I went through the queue on both versions and did not ride the ride um, because I'm, I'm scared of heights, but the queue <laughs> I've re- I did the queue on both versions and that is tower of terror slash mission breakout. Um, let yeah, me, let me tell you, let me tell you something about being afraid of heights and going on that. Um, I too am not a fan of heights. Yeah. Um, the first time I rode tower of terror out here, when it was still at TCA, um, it doesn't feel like a heights thing at all. And I think it has to do with being in an elevator shaft, essentially. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I've never, I'm, you know, when you get to the top, they open it up and you see out over everything. It's not much different than, I mean, you know, aside from the up and down craziness, but if you're on top of the parking structure and you're looking out over the whole area, it's the same thing. Okay. And you're at the same height. You're, I don't, I don't know. I think it's probably a little higher, but I think you're more safe on the attraction than you are standing on the top of a parking structure. So like from a, from a heights standpoint with everything surrounding you and all the music that's playing and you're watching the video, give it a try. That's all I'm saying. Just try it out. If you want me to go with you, I'll do it. We'll, We'll plan it out because I was in the same, in the same boat you were in originally. I will tell you that. He is uh, Eric Pesolano at Eric Pesolano Pesolano. So for those of you trying to type it out um, on, uh, on pretty much all social media um, and, and check out his link tree for his um, in the bio for all the information about the, ho- the hockey and the five minutes, which I, I think we come up because it's, it's a simple, but great um, kind of gimmick to kind of interview people. We kind of put them on a spot, five minutes timer. Um, yeah, it was a great idea. And I had a, had a blast even though the podcast that we did, there was no way we could tell the story that we had to tell in five minutes, but go back and check (laughs) it out in the archives. We should have called that 15 minutes because the phantom interception is still one of the greatest things that's ever happened in my sports broadcasting career. And you know what? I'm not a spoiler alert. uh, Go check it out. I'm going to cheap plug it for, uh, for, for Eric and go check out the, again, the link. Um, And I'll, I'll post some stuff on our Instagram uh, at PS Comics, I love you uh, for more information. But yeah, again, one last time, Draft the Magic. It is the best of both worlds. If you are even a remote sports fan, but love the ears of Mickey, which by the way, got mine right here within. Oh yeah, yeah of course, of my... course it's R2, yeah. Yeah, and I also have my Ahsoka ones, but those are upstairs. I haven't brought those to the office yet. Oh, okay. Uh, but and like I said, I've got my Galaxy's Edge. I am one of those guys. I'm not a NeoPixel. Uh, I'm not a, a Hasbro. I am a diehard Galaxy's Edge lightsaber fan. Legacy lightsabers. Was bummed I did not get my hands on the Cal Castus uh, May the Fourth lightsaber, which sold out in less than three minutes. Shockingly, um, yeah, shockingly. <laughs> um, so yeah, much of the, the much of the chagrin of my wife. I, I have uh, a, a growing lightsaber collection, um, which maybe another topic. What are souvenirs that must be had at, we did uh, did we do souvenir 
Did we do souvenirs? I know we did snacks. Well, let's real quick. We well, may I'll have done the, souvenirs. Let's run down the episode list for those of you who want one last teaser for this podcast, which I think is great. Uh, California Adventure Attractions, Disneyland Park Snacks, World Showcase Pavilions, which is a uh, Epcot. Uh, that was hard. That one was hard because there's only 11 pavilions and we each had to take five. So something so, got left out. <laughs> probably the U.S. I mean, the only thing good about the U.S. pavilion is the funnel cake. Um, everything else was was fantastic in World Pavilion. If you have not been, Epcot is underrated because everyone's like, it doesn't have any rides. It has rides. And it's my favorite park in the world. It's my favorite park I've ever been to. And Ratatouille is a, is a fantastic. More of those trackless rides, by the way. Yeah, I haven't I haven't been there since um, Ratatouille Remy's opened. Yeah, but oh, okay. uh, hopefully soon. And then Guardians also. You know, Cosmic Rewind. I hear is. Oh yeah, I have a, a friend that went there and this about a month ago and said it was fantastic. So parades, mm-hmm. Disney Hollywood attractions, uh, all time. Downtown Disney food locations, which you may have to do a redo on that. You're going to have to do a redo uh, on that one. Coast to coast attractions, Walt Disney World theme park, table surf, re- table service restaurants. Say that. Uh, Disneyland yeah. Resort Halloween time experiences. I got to imagine that's going to be making a comeback because Halloween, they, are, they did a halfway to Halloween day yeah. at Disneyland. Uh, Galaxy's <laughs> Edge experience, hotels and resorts, uh, resort drinks, park west side attractions. Uh, Magic Kingdom quick service locations, um, and then of course the uh, just the name of few the, uh, the the lightest ones, um, a lot of Walt Disney World. But uh, again, Drafting the Magic, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Check it out. Um, it is a lot of fun. And you know what? Send them a DM. Send them an idea because these guys are probably going to run out of ideas and they need a little uh, reload. I hope not. <laughs> no, that no, you guys have uh, always kind of found a new way. Just when I'm thinking, okay, okay, that was a cool episode. What are you going to do next? And you come out a week later and you're like, I would have never thought of that. That Okay, yeah. you have my attention. That's, so. And that's why I say we're. It, it's probably going to get to a point here pretty soon where we expand outside of the parks. So now, stay tuned. The, oh, so <laughs> it's Disney related, but not. you're not going to Universal Studios or anything. No, no, no. no. Not, not, at, not at this point. No. <laughs> well, Eric, thank you so much. It's always great catching up. We will definitely have you and Christian on at another time. Maybe, um, maybe we could do, we could do like a super episode or something like that. I don't know. We'll come up with something. You know me, man. I'm open to anything. Very kind of like Avengers theme. You know, we all come in with our different superpowers or whatever. I don't know. I'm rambling now. This but is, anyways, hey, this, this is how great shows get started. Our minds exactly. wander and. Next thing you know, you got a show. So keep an eye out for Eric. Like, like you mentioned, uh, we've got the Anaheim Ducks High School Hockey League coming out uh, in the next couple of months. Uh, drafting the Magic every Wednesday. And if you're sports fans, like Eric said, you just laid out your Saturday afternoon. You've got games, uh, game five of the Western Conference Finals, Knights, Golden Knights versus Stars, Celtics v. Heat, game six of the Eastern Conference Finals in the NBA. Game two of yeah. the... Uh, best hockey team in Coachella and the Coachella, the Firebirds. Yeah, I got all kinds of stuff. I got props everywhere. <laughs> game two, the gotta, Western Conference Finals. I got to get out there for a game. I don't think I'm going to make it during these playoffs, but you know, just just Akersher, to go see what it's like so, at Akershire. Yeah, Akershire is fun. It has its pluses and its minuses. You could probably do an entire episode on pros and cons of the arena. 
Um, but uh, it's 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 a lot of fun. We've really enjoyed it. Again, game two, Admirals, Firebirds tonight. Um, and it, like I said, if you're a diehard hockey fan and you're like, I've got my team. I'm a Canucks fan. I'm a San Jose Sharks. I'm a Ducks. I'm a Kings fan. I dare you to watch the AHL, the ECHL, the WHL, the OHL, um, uh, the WCHL, I think is some of the other leagues, or even the Anaheim Ducks High School Hockey League, and tell me that when it gets down to the playoffs that it's not highly entertaining. But I, I dare anybody okay. to watch an AHL game and not be not come away um, money well spent and, and highly entertained. So it, it, it feels like it's so much more of a community uh, event Yes. Right. You know, I, I did those few games down in San Diego for the goals and, you know, the goals have fallen on some rough times the last couple of seasons, but I, I mean, it didn't matter how, how their, what their performance was on the ice. Everybody was showing up to Pachanga arena night in and night out. And I mean, <laughs> interesting story real quick. The, no. uh, the, the first game I did for the goals, they uh, play the Ontario rain. It was late in the season. Uh, the goals were, on the precipice of clinching the last playoff seed in the Pacific division. And when I was called and asked to do the game, it was okay. There's three games until the game that I was doing. They'll probably clinch before then. So we'll find ways to, you know, pump up the the game, make it exciting, preview the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. Well, that didn't happen. So it came down to the game that I called uh, ended up being a, a chance to clinch the playoff spot, and they're playing the rain. You know, they're they're longtime rivals, and Ontario won. I think it was like five to three or something like that. But I'm doing the post game wrapping up, and the arena's clearing out. Everyone's like, "Oh my gosh!" But we we're so close. Like, can we just clinch already? And they needed, I want to say, Tucson to lose that night. So it was either a win or a Tucson loss. And it was five, five Colorado and Tucson. And we were watching the the game cast on our laptops as fans are filing out of the arena. And I'm on the air doing the post game, doing the wrap up. Thank you to so-and-so for this. You know, we'll talk to you next time. And just before I sign off the game cast refreshed and Colorado scored to make it six, five over Tucson with five seconds left. And that, it was a, oh, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. We can't sign off yet. The goals are in the playoffs. That was the first game I got to do for the goals. That's, that's pretty impressive. That was a heck of a way to end the night. But, I mean, even in, and I did a game earlier, uh, gosh, was it this season or last season? And, you know, things weren't going great for the goals. But, no, it's um, been a rough fans, year. Fan, yeah, fans were there. Start to finish, they cheered that team on. They actually won. They beat the Henderson Silver Knights that night. Um, so it was great time had by all, even though they knew the season outlook was a little bit bleak. But um, I think it's about time for the tide to change out there in San Diego with a new player coming in on the way, top two pick. Well, is that who the Ducks end up getting was the number two? They got the number two pick, yeah. Number two pick. So it should be yeah. very interesting. And, of course, it, it's proven gangbusters for the, the Firebirds. Uh, with their, they had the number four pick the Kraken did last year. And, um, I think Shane Wright has been a, yep. a welcome addition to the Firebirds this year. But, um, anyways, yeah, if, but again, talk about Disney. If you have a chance, go. If you're any kind of Star Wars fans, by the way, you have to go to Galaxy's Edge. Don't even 
second guess it and just come. Yeah, with not your, do it. Just come with your American Express, or actually, I'm sorry, come with your uh, your Chase Visa uh, Disney credit. a boy, there um, you go. Yeah, because you can get points and percentages off, and you're gonna need it. Um, but <laughs> if you're at the sidebar to talk about the sports, if you ever have a chance, and talking about if if you've been to Disneyland and you've spent your entire life savings, and you're like, <clears throat> I still want to go to a hockey game. And I can't afford to go to the, the pond. I can't afford to go to Staples Center. And I'm not going to call it the new name because it's dumb. Um, I don't even know what it is. I just know it changed its name. Crypto.com uh, Arena. <clears throat> yeah, like I said, it was dumb. <clears throat> but I hope you don't have a sponsor with them. Uh, I don't, I but st- I did call a game for the Ontario Reign. So we have to. Uh, right? <laughs> just like it's the pond. I don't call it the Arrowhead Pond, but I don't call it the Honda Center. Sorry, it's the pond. I yeah, it's Honda Center. I have to. I know. Yeah, but if you have a chance, if you do have a chance, and and you and you live in the area, go check out a hockey game at Pachanga Arena or or the San Diego Sports Arena, as I called it, um, the Toyota Center, which is in Ontario, um, or Acrisure Arena in 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 Thousand Palms, Palm Desert, Greater Palm Springs, whatever they talk about money, they have to call it because the Greater Palm Springs Chamber of Commerce is a big advertiser for the Firebirds, Mm -hmm. and the arena. Is not in the city of Palm Springs. No, it's not. It's in it's in Thousand Palms, which yep. is an unincorporated uh, community of Riverside County. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, I know about I know about paid sponsors and stuff like that. But yeah, go to a game next season, <clears throat> wherever it may be, one of those three towns, San Diego, Ontario, or <clears throat> or the Coachella Valley, and check out the AHL teams. Um, and even my my sister lives in Salt Lake, and she goes and watches the the Grizzlies at the uh, Maverick Center Lonely. in the ECHL. ECHL, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> which is an Avalanche affiliate. Yes, they are. <laughs> and soon to maybe get an NHL team. Maybe we'll see. We'll I, see what know, the Coyotes I... do with that team. <clears throat> <clears throat> All right, Eric. Thank you so much as always. Um, can't say it enough. Uh, about the podcast um legitimately this is not just blown smoke uh uh for a friend this is legit it's a fun podcast it's well done two guys having fun with two topics that they're familiar with fantasy drafts and and disney and uh it is funny sometimes though i don't think you and christian will ever really truly get into an argument it is funny sometimes where you get a little get a little edgy for a disney podcast and um it's hard to hold back but i have to sometimes (laughs) Once we stop recording, though, you know, and we don't we don't get at each other a, a ton, but it's funny when we do. And I'm just like, oh, you're nuts. You have no idea. You're blah, blah, blah. We don't do it on the show because, you know, we get it's a family friendly. It is a family yeah, yeah. friendly show, right? Which we try to make PS Comics. I love you. a Family friendly show. But if you've watched any of our shows where we get where we where JR and I recorded breaking down the sequel trilogies, he. Yeah, it, it digresses very quickly to uh, we need. I think we, we did a, a trailer for one of our episodes that we recorded and then dropped later. And I had to I actually had to find the bleep button to add in because oh. it was funny. Oh, yeah, we 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 are PG-13 R in our episodes. They are okay. not. They're explicit sometimes. Um, that's why I was well, keeping it. That was the, the whole thing with. With, uh, I don't know, have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 yet? I have. Okay. Uh, so I when, know exactly when, what you're talking about. Yeah, when James Gunn talked about we finally got to drop an F-bomb in there and it was the most hilarious thing that they'd ever heard. It was, if you haven't seen it again, 
I'll put it up there. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen volume three of Guardians of the Galaxy, it is one. First off, nothing will beat the first. Nothing will beat the original. I mean, it's just the heart of, of, of James Gunn was in that first movie. Sec, the third one is, is a good second pick. Volume two was kind of, and to me, volume three, there was a lot of heart in it and it was really well done. And I think he went back to the, the core of a lot of the characters, especially Drax, which I think was kind of, um, I mean, everyone talks about rocket, but Drax, I think really had a lot of emotion in, and a lot of old school in it. But that one moment was, it was perfect, perfectly timed and keeping with the motion picture association of America. You're allowed one in a PG. You're allowed movie. one. You're yep, allowed one. That was, that was the point for that. <laughs> So it will be very interesting when Deadpool 3 comes out because it's going to be a rated R Marvel Studios movie. There, there will be more than one. Yeah, especially, <laughs> you know, especially when you have Logan and Wade in the same movie. Yeah. So. yeah. All right, Eric. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Um, I would have to be remiss if I said, didn't say go in Golden Knights in that game. I don't know where your allegiance lies. My mom lives not too far away from uh, American Airlines Center in Dallas, and so she's kind of been following the the stars, and I've kind of been rooting for them along with her a little bit. I think, honestly, I really don't care who wins, but, I mean, I only because of that. And we're not dumb. We know it's over. Like, it's... it's it's yeah. Vegas is going to the final. Like, let's be honest and, here. Yeah, but, yeah, and you're, uh, Dallas is down their captain for... For yeah, two another games, game. yeah, he's another out game again tonight. Yeah, Jamie so ben. yeah, should be it should be a lot of fun. Check that out tonight, a couple of hockey fans. So, all right, my friend, as always, drafting the magic uh, drops this this Wednesday on. Uh, well, I, I listen to it on Apple Podcasts and uh, obviously uh, Spotify. Uh, really kind of pushing that uh, that podcast platform, and actually, it's pretty kind of a fun platform for podcasts. And then I would actually recommend. I, I would I would recommend people listen on Spotify. I think they've done a good job over there with with, with this, and they are uh, the platform we used we used originally for this podcast. That company was bought out by Spotify. So, yeah, um, Anchor. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we, uh, I still use Anchor. Oh, do you? Okay. Well, to to do but, our audio drop and stuff like that. Right. So now it's all Spotify for us, and I, I, it's been great. It's been very user-friendly for us, so I, I recommend listening on there. Yeah, no, I, I've really enjoyed what Spotify has done in dropping um, user experience uh, has been really good for for, uh, for podcasts and whatnot. So, yeah, I do recommend that as well. He's Eric Pesolano. You check him out, Twitter, Instagram, uh, hit him up. And uh, if you're a hockey fan, check the bio link for more information uh, about the Anaheim Ducks High School Hockey League. And the the Vegas showcase coming up, and of course drafting the magic uh, on uh, at drafting the magic on Twitter and Instagram, and I believe if you search it on Facebook as well. And like you said, Christian will put the teasers out on Friday for the following week's episodes. Uh, should be a lot of fun, and uh, we look forward to it. The uh, third episode of season two is out now, and uh, the new episode is just a couple of days away. So, Eric, thank you as always. Thanks, and, Kevin. Uh, good to see you, man. Good to see you, sir. And uh, we will uh, see you soon. So I'm just going to hit the little button, and uh, we'll, I'll chat with you on the flip side. <laughs> One second. <laughs> good night, everybody. Or good, have a rest of the day, you guys. Especially you just say good night.